Hello and welcome once again to Wandering Monster America's Test Table. We don't play test games, we stress test them. I am John Baltusberger. I am Charles R. Bernard. Bridget Brave. I'm a fish in a man-shaped trench coat. <laughs> and I am P.L. McMillan. Friends, I just took a shot of pickle juice to take the stank off some nausea. And we are here to talk about something I love, which is the deep dark abyss of the ocean um i love it mr bernard fears it uh healthily yes. no yeah. no there's no there's no mockery in that statement it is a terrifying thing and um i am a fool and he is wise that said <laughs> that I'll said that. the inner workings of the ocean is an incredible thing um the way that life exists in such conditions that really kind of defy um what we as humans uh consider to be livable in any way shape or form is incredible and like like okay bernard despite your terif terrific fear of the deep dark ocean you got to admit those critters look baller as fuck yeah and look i mean incredible. to clarify it is a fear that is based on the understanding that we don't belong there. That like, you know, there are things that have evolved to live in the ocean that are like, I learned today that there's a beaked whale that that, so that's like a mammal that dives as deep as like 8,000 feet. And I was like, how? And, um, or maybe it was, yeah, 8,000 feet. Cause I was like, that's almost two miles. And, uh, and it can take a breath and dive that deep, but it evolved to, we did not. Our <laughs> soft, pink fleshy like air breathing one atmosphere enduring bodies yeah, we're not... do not belong at, at like eight atmospheres of pressure plus you know we have we have published a number of deep sea horror novels and and sea-based horror novels here at madness art press most notably land shark encyclopedia sharks Britannica, trench mouth and trench mouth um is christine morgan so as soon as i got it i was like yeah i'm gonna publish this <laughs> <laughs> but I did read it. I did slush it. And there's a scene in there that involves a whale fall, which is oh, what happens yeah, when a whale yeah. dies and it sinks to the bottom of the ocean. And she described it in such amazing detail that I, I was like, yep, publishing, green light, go. Um, so you might notice that our um, layout is not the normal layout that we do. You might also notice that uh, Mr. Patchkey has beautiful long uh strawberry pink red hair that's gorgeous so hello uh mr patchkey is no longer mr patchkey uh and no patchkey pl is not a the p stands uh, for patchkey yeah patchkey. <laughs> Pat, actually pl is also lemons it's patchkey lemons McMillan. uh we're bringing all back now uh Patchkey is no longer Patchkey. Patchkey is now Papa Patchkey. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he, he and his wife, Je uh, Jenny, have brought a beautiful baby meatball into this world. It has metamorphosized into a meatloaf, and we are all very happy for him. Um, you may also notice that I am not doing great, <laughs> uh, and I have hiccups. <laughs> I am currently on day three of chemotherapy, and uh, it is making me a pink, hiccupy, nauseous, <laughs> nauseous thing. 
I'm going to be muted a lot, so you will probably hear John. You're on mute quite a bit tonight. John, if um, you blow chunks on, on camera, camera. Oh my god! I'm, I'm pretty, well, hey. No, I'm I'm pretty sure our, our like numbers would go up. That's I just hey. Content. Trigger warning: chunks may be incoming. <laughs> we'll, we'll put a warning uh, on the screen. I have. Can that be a book that you publish? Trigger warning: chunks may be incoming. <laughs> I mean, I do. That I should do be a module annual, for a splatter league. I do have an <laughs> annual anthology that we publish called Trigger Warning. We've done. Yeah. Body, well, I, I body thought you horror. said anal anthology Chunks at first. Incoming, I heard I anal. Be... Yeah, I, did too. I heard anal. Annual. And I was like, An... oh, okay, a butt anthology. I'm liking this. Wait, I mean, I can. I own the. I own the publishing company. Yeah, I can do, do it. Whatever. Do it. I have an ass story. I've been looking for a home for. Uh, I, you know Bridget what? So long as it... chunks come out, I'm in or out, <laughs> as the case may be. Um, I, I won't spoil it. But he's Bridget, so, okay. Bridget look, has heard we're getting story. we're getting way off off topic. The way we can get this back on topic is for me to ask uh, you a in, question, John. Do fishes have asses? Yes. Do fish? But, have but let me but let me let me explain. Um tonight we are playing a game uh where the world is flooded and fish are rare. Do you know why fish are rare in this world, Charles? I'm not asking um, Ian, you can't answer. PL Bridget or Charles, do you know why fish are rare? There's an answer I will tell you, but I want you to take a guess real quick. They're hoarded um, by rich assholes. <laughs> All right, Bridget? I, I'm going to go with rich assholes. Okay, PL, you're out. Sorry, incorrect. <laughs> Uh, the reason is not rich assholes. It's my asshole. I've put all the fish in there. <laughs> all um... the fish are in, in my butt, and I ain't rich. Sorry. <laughs> Unfortunately, well, no. Case anyone Yale is, wants to know Yale is what correct. Chuck Tingle looks like. Chuck Tingle has joined us. You know, John, I think that you're now rich in omega three fatty acids. I am rich in mercury, my friends. My blood, my blood can tell you the temperature. I'm going on mute because I cannot bear the sound of my own hiccups echoing in my ear anymore. Friends, I give you the one and only Ian Servas to tell us about this wet, wet game we're going to play. Let's get wet. So this is why I said that I was a fish in a man-sized or man-appearance trench coat, because this game is all about fish. So as you've said, you're right. We are suffering through the ecological disasters that we have cultivated, mostly for ourselves, some naturally, but um, we know that the megacorps are definitely speeding along the world's inevitable demise. And as you have established, fish are rare. Inasmuch as Philip K. Dix do, androids during the electric sheep, where animals are a status symbol, so are fish in Wet Runner. And what better way to make a quick buck or to make a political statement than to be a professional fish thief uh, or a diver. So that is what the group of you mostly are, divers. You are the elite criminals who steal fish. You also might be a reclaimer. They're not mutually exclusive, but they're an alliance of groups of people that are trying to repopulate the oceans with new technology, try to get the fish um, cultivation back on track. So just kind of like how in Shadowrun, you run for um, various tasks. Here, you're swimming or running or jumping, whatever it is, to steal fish. So each of you, each of our characters are based a little bit off of a Ithgoid, um 
archetype of some kind. And this game is powered by the fate system. So it's very, it's meant to be very light, loose, um, and quick paced with an emphasis on storytelling. And of course here, fish puns. So that being said, let us introduce our scaly and wet and cold and clammy cast for the evening. Uh, we do um, need someone because Pashki's not here who would normally go first. We need someone else to volunteer to go first. Well, my Who name is also Charles, so I, I think it's only right that I get to go first. Um, That'd work. <clears throat> as a fellow member of the Fraternal Order of Charles's. Um, so tonight I will be playing um, Baza, which is, uh, you know, it's a shame that I don't do accent work because that really would sound banging in an Australian accent, you know, like Baza. But um, Fun fact, this game is Australian. Oh, is it really? Mm-hmm. Okay, that explains it, because uh, that's the most Australian name I've ever seen. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it says here I'm a genius. I'm not sure about that. Uh, it also says here I'm a computer expert. I'm not sure about that either. However, there are things I have in common with this character. I, too, dropped out of not one but numerous colleges. I, too, have a checkered employment history. <laughs> um, I, too, have a small companion, although mine is a dog, and in Baza's case, it's a robot named Anklebiter. Uh, and I'm not calling Anklebiter an AI because as a robot, Anklebiter is like about as smart as a furry, give or take. Uh, a Furby, rather. Excuse me, Freudian slip. Um, so like if you think of a Furby as an AI, then Anklebiter is too. But uh, yeah. You do. Um, you definitely now need to apologize to our loyal furry community who tune yeah. in each week to watch our exploits. Yeah. Nothing but um, big flops and yifs to my free uh, <laughs> brethren um, and non-binary folks. Uh, and uh, anything else about me you need to know? No. I am wearing a really fantastic outfit I'd like to describe from this character illustration. Uh, I think that the color scheme can be described as vaporwave. So like mm -hmm. lavender board shorts and kind of a like trench coat come hawaiian shirt which is awesome and i think there should be like hawaiian trench coats uh yeah that's all or lab coats sorry it's, it's like a, a hawaiian lab coat i think um for the people who are watching our stream or the recording you might see in the background pictures circulating and so that is the sinker in the lower right corner yeah 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 and i'm i'm definitely a sinker i'm happy not to be a floater and uh that's it all right, I'll go up next. I'm Dolphin. I'm a hook. Um, so I am great at, let's say, retrieving objects that maybe are not necessarily mine to retrieve. Um, yeah, I've been doing this most of my life. Um, I'm, I think I'm pretty good at it. Um, and I've decided that my singular mission on as part of this crew is to give us a good crew name. So I will be offering up some possible crew names throughout <laughs> this. All right. I'm Cruz, the angler. I'm the one who gets us in the front door because I'm gorgeous, obviously. Brightly colored, like a distracting fish. I dart in there, weaving my charms around like a net. Bim, bab, bobbity, boop. We're out with the fish, <laughs> eating fries at the local cyber McDonald's. 
out there future stuff. Um, I'm athletic. Also, fun fact about me, uh, I'm a Ill illegitimate heir from a powerful family. I won't tell you which one. You can try to guess based on my looks, but I like <laughs> to make my own way. So I don't ask them for money. I make my own money by stealing fish. Petition to add um, Bim Bam Boppity Boop to the Wandering Monster lexicon. Mm -hmm. Seconded. I will stumble over it every single time. But I will. <laughs> bip, 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 bop. <laughs> My name is Ray. And I swear to God, if anyone else asks me to synergize any <laughs> sort of fucking paradigms, I'm going to lose my fucking shit. Yes, I did used to work in the uh, synergizing outcast paradigms into a, let's call it, shark-infested scenario. I was a corporate fixer. I have left that life behind me because, um, don't get me wrong, I love sleaze. I love green. These things are good, in my opinion. However, there are lines. There are lines we should not cross. There are people in this world who need to pay. They need to be set right. They need to feel the crushing depths of the ocean around them, and they need to be hurt. <laughs> These are the kind of sleaze boats I enjoy covering in my own particular brand of paradigm-shifting sleaze. <laughs> there are also innocent people. I do not want to hurt these people, and so I left the corporate life behind. Here I am with these bozos. I, no, not bozos. Sorry. Be nice. Be nice to the bozos. I With these fine people trying to make things right, you know? You can call me bozo. That's cool with me. I tried to be good. I tried to be, I tried to be uh, friendly. Anyway, that is me, Ray. Ray, the fixer. I think that you could totally lean in with Ray doing the whole, like, Rick Sanchez tick. Yes, with the hiccups. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I do not... Oh, jeez, um, John. Not sexually, I do not sexually harass women online no. in a disgusting way, so I'm going to go but... ahead and skate right under that one. But if you if you hiccup in mid sentence, especially if it's a sweary sentence, that does make it funnier. That's and also, fair. it just proves that so many people do the voice well; they don't even need the the asshole. <laughs> they can yeah. just get anybody to do it. <laughs> yep, yep. <sighs> so, yes, I, I do want to point out that I have always had an intense hatred for hiccups. I have a oh. foolproof hiccups re re uh, rem remedy if you want it. What's that? It's chemical. It's not one of those weird ones where people like scare you or whatever. <gasps> ah, take, take take a kitchen match, um, a sulfur match, you know, uh, strike it, let it burn off like that thing on the head, and then drop it into a glass of water, fish the match out of the water and throw it away, the soggy match, and drink the water. It's something from that ignition of like the sulfur head of the match like if you drink that in solution, it something about it stops hiccups. Someone told me about it one time. I tried it; it's worked ever since. So I give it a have um, steroids. Oh my god! Where's no, the, the, a, you, the more you know? I have uh, Patchkey. The more they me, you know. Patchkey did give me the gifts. <laughs> I have not installed them, unfortunately. Sorry, y'all. 
I'll do, I'll do all of it in your life. Unacceptable. I have, I, I have a, um, I have been given muscle relaxants to help deal with them. Um, oh, however, John will not be upright if he takes a muscle relaxer. He's like, all right, Ray, what do you do? I think maybe you should take him now and then just like slowly fade out during the show. You just oh, want, you just want we'll every. Keep, we'll keep, we'll keep the camera on you. A PL on this show to be me just slowly succumbing to substances. Yes, <laughs> and then uh, then once you're unconscious, I'll just take over and everything will go fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, this show is ever more taking its like swan dive, becoming you, Hamilton's pharmacopoeia. Did you? Did you, <laughs> hey, did you guys? Did you guys see that one episode of Morning Monster where the producer fell asleep and it was twelve hours long? <laughs> method acting. We are committed to method acting, except for me because I can't act worth crud. But you're stuck with me. So we set the scene in the distant, wet, and well, slightly fishy future. And Kevin Pinnacle Costner City. is aboard a boat. You, <laughs> we need, we need to have like a, we need to do like a nice loving like tribute to Paul Rubens who just passed and like have like yeah. word of the day because there is a Kevin Costner reference that is going to surface in a little bit. But Hell you yeah. are in. Pinnacle I'll fight anyone City. who disses Waterworld. By the way, I just want to say that right up front. I loved that movie. I didn't understand why everyone hated it. I have no idea. It's great. Yeah. Pinnacle City is a planned city on the Pacific Rim. So it started off as a kind of an experiment to see how effectively humans could live as kind of this hybrid environment to live and survive. And it's been a cub for the reclaimers and their experiments and efforts to restore the ocean. But of course, like most things, the big corpos have gotten their slimy tendrils in it and are slowly making it more corporate, subverting the causes, buying people out, and generally just over-commercializing and smacking billboards and neon everywhere. But that's where we really start the scene, is in your favorite watering hole. The place where you kick up jobs, kind of like when you um, run into, what is it, in, in uh, uh, Shadowrun, is it uh, Mr... Is it Mr black mr jobs you find your connection that helps connect you to your gigs now i remember someone saying that they wanted to pick a name for something whether it's a team or not what is the name of your favorite watering hole uh yeah that's your job bridget Mine's, mine's the, yeah. it's the rim job. We're at the rim yeah. job. <laughs> that is, that is great. Cause otherwise there's going to be like short gym coppers. Can, um, can it be the Pacific rim jobs? Yeah. It's the Pacific rim job. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Specifically. Yeah. I, I just say all five of us could fit in a Kaiju's butthole and get to licking. So Kaiju's butthole should be like the name of the bar that's in the back. That like, I love that so much. You know about. <laughs> You most say it's kaiju the I've seen, I, <laughs> Most kaiju I've seen, I assume they have a, a cloaca or whatever. It depends. Yeah. There are mammalian kaiju, so you know, just gotta get oh, the right yeah, one again. That yeah, bubble. The, one hole. Yeah. So you are getting your favorite beverages and just kind of slinking around looking for a plug. And it so happens that as you are seated, kind of giving that look that shows that you are looking for a job, that 
someone enters in the front door. Conveniently, of course, the jukebox kicks on, playing some type of tune in a you know, minor key, as this person plunks along in your direction. The first thing you notice is that this person has a peg leg. You know that most people could get nice cybernetic implants, but this person is either sticking to a bit or something. But it is a loud, thunking peg leg. The person has a scraggly beard and um, kind of wears like a little bit of a, a throwback to the fisherman with a yellow like raincoat with a hat. You hear people whispering on the sides, that's it's Mr. Carp. It's Mr. Carp. Look at him. He's, he's, he's walking on the peg leg. And some of you, any of you who used to be divers would instantly recognize this person as being one of the premier divers until he took a shark to the leg. But ever since then, he's been a plug for all kinds of interesting jobs, usually needing either very skilled divers or reclaimers. And he beelines in your direction. Mr. Cod? That's his name? Carp. That's Mr. Carp. Ah, oh, God. Okay, thank you. Mr. Carp yeah, is slightly better without, than Mr. Cod. Just sits down without being invited. Mr. Cod. Oh, Does he Mr. have like one Carp. bulging eye and, you know, like the whole grizzled mean? I, I've really got a kind of a mental picture of this guy. Go with your Absolutely. Guy. He yeah. leans in, giving you that eye. <laughs> and it seems to really bulge out. And uh, he pulls out some eye drops. And like, sticks <laughs> back a bit. And he goes, sorry about that. <clears throat> it's glandular. <laughs> happens when you, you get the bends too many times. But, oh. uh, Terrifying. So, Mr. Carp, uh, you're obviously here for a reason. And uh, yes, I have a client who is specifically asking for the lot. And he thinks about it reaches into his pocket, pulls out a corncob pipe, uses the stem to point at you, the lot of you. Here they, uh, here's some divers looking for some work. Is, uh, I'm assuming you're not too busy tomorrow evening for a easy job. I lean in with my cyber lighter and go light that for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming this involves pay? Uh, Second, the uh, nice lady is lighting my my mm -hmm. pipe. Uh, you smell like seaweed coming out of the mm -hmm. pipe. Like it's very acrid. Like it's like someone has just tossed a bunch of kombu to make some miso, and it's just like wafting up. Um, you can't imagine it's pleasant at all. But he <laughs> takes a long, hearty pull on it, and then points the stem, and then blows the smoke in your direction. Uh, hook, or sorry, uh, dolphin, and says uh, yes. Lots of lots of pay. Client is uh, well to do, as it were. What's the target? Bert. Uh, it's a natural tiger puffer fish. None of those synth fish, none of those clone fish, none of those stockfish, a real deep ocean catch. Well, not that deep, but. You catch the drift. It's uh, 
a prized possession of a, well, a one Mr. Wade Turner, who all of you would know is like a huge streamer in the future. Everyone knows the person's name. Most people have a very strong opinion. He's just kind of an asshole. Just that's his shtick. He's made his whole media empire on being an asshole, and he's recently become a protege of the New Tide Corporation, kind of the CEO's underling, and really poised for growth because he's so much of an asshole. Client wants you to smooth your way into his uh, birthday party. He's hosting this penthouse tomorrow night, and swipe his prize fish underneath his nose. Well, I'm in um, purely because I think puffer fish are neat. They are pretty neat. I'm in because he's an asshole and I want to see him cry. <laughs> I'm in yeah. for the money. Oh. I, uh, I'm having to take New Tide down. Do you have any other details? Like, is the, is the fish going to be in the main area? Do you know how many guests are going to be there? Any security we should be aware of? The first thing that you need to know about this whole scenario is Rupert is extremely toxic, unless prepared right and is quite delicious, but don't stick him in your mouth. Shoot, that was like my first thought. <laughs> um, yeah, um, he pulls open his coat and he pulls out like a, a loose lidded Tupperware with some like sea clams and like little like squid and he goes um this is a this is perfect bait for for rupert and oh, ah, pulls out some little hooks as well uh you can use these to to lure him um be, be careful they're they're gentle um but the security and all of that you're you'll you'll figure that out you'll do your research you're professionals you know they've got of course it's going to be security of course Assholes like that always need people. <clears throat> at the, uh, but it is at the top of the new Tide creator space on the top floor of the Kevin Costner Memorial Tower. <laughs> there it is. Uh, may his memory be a blessing. Uh, all right. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, before we... Yeah, um... I say we accept the job and take the special bait and uh, I don't think we'll need those hooks. Those seem inhumane. Um, and then we'll, we'll get to plan in this job. Yeah. There's a, there's a couple of aquariums around the, the facility or this penthouse. He's going to be somewhere, probably in a guarded tank and a maintenance area is what I, I guess. Hmm. So good to know. Um, Well, I will be conveniently waiting outside the tower um, halfway through the party in a car for you. So if you make Rupert out and not in your mouth, and he looks specifically at you, Dolphin, um, <laughs> then I'll be there to make the exchange. <laughs> um, Dolphin, it's just that you got such a big welcoming mouth. 
<laughs> Everyone I wants just, to come in that mouth. I don't. store everything in there. What do you want from me? <laughs> you like take your wallet out. You're like, here, let me get this. Um, Buy me a freaking backpack already. <laughs> I gave you a fanny pack last Christmas and you said it was too glittery. Or as they call it now in the future, wet mass. <laughs> wet mass. That's just such an appealing combination of words. <laughs> it's my favorite time of year. <laughs> <laughs> so, so is there some equivalent to like public terminals or a computer network or whatever in this uh in the uh Pacific Rim jobs? <laughs> There's going to be a internet um, station for you to connect to. Um, it, a lot of people don't have great access these days because all the, the a lot of the deep sea lines that were ran during the Google Fiber project were severed during the you know upheavals and all the underwater volcanoes and all of those terrible things. So yeah, there's a, a kiosk. Rising of Great Cthulhu. Yeah, I got it. Oh, happens. Now, so so how this is going to work is that the this adventure is a heist and the modules inspired by crime world which is a, from fate worlds volume two which provides a framework so live for our audience we're actually going to be building out the heist together so some of these details are going to be coming from the roles that you're going to make and partly by your character background we'll try to make this as kind of rapid fire as possible i'll shave down a couple of areas so we can get to the media action um first you already know um what the uh score is the concept is that you want uh rupert which is wade's prize pufferfish and uh, the core conflict is to uh, weaken this person's appearance with his CEO and make him look like a fool in front of his guests. Um, so the um, setup that we're going to be doing here is um, we're going to make some roles based on your character and help kind of flesh out some of these um, aspects. So the first thing is um, all of you are going to make a role and you're going to pick whatever of your skills you think is going to be most relevant for your character about researching or doing some planning and whoever gets the highest of that role or like a three or greater um, you're going to be kind of dictating a little bit of setting the scene for all of this so taking a look at your uh, character pick your stat and then make the first roll for people who haven't played Fate, uh, it is a 4d6 system, but use its custom dice, where you would either normally have a negative, a plus, or a nothing on a side. But we, re we uh, uh, simulate that by doing 1 through 2 as a negative, 3 through 4 as a 0, and then 5 through 6 as a plus. All right. I guess I'll go. Um, I'll use my Clever. Okay. And I'm using the fate dice roller, so I got a plus one average. All right. Um, your clever for your character is is plus one, so that would be a total of plus two for you. All right. Who's next? I already went, uh, and mine is a grand total of. Uh, let me see. My I'm using my sinker, which is good plus three, and my roll was a plus one, so that's four total. Okay, so we have Sinker's probably going to take the lead there. Um, do either of the, uh, the other two of you have a three plus? 
like with rolling? I have a three, but not a four. Yeah. Like, uh, if I understand correctly, I rolled a plus two, and my clever is a plus two. Yeah, okay. so you, you matched me, yeah. Ooh. Fantastic. So what I'll do is to kind of speed up this process, I'll have you um, do two fours, both kind of give an aspect of this, and then we'll kind of this move this train a little bit along faster. So um, since you got the, the first four, um, you get to pick what if, what your skill is. Um, you, I think you said both of you used Clever, I, I believe. Um, what is a fact about the situation that you're up against? Since you both have um, success with style, you can make this um, as fun as possible. It just needs to be a um, objective kind of fact about the situation. I misunderstood which one we were rolling against, and so I only would have had a three. So actually, PL gets to okay. take Ooh. the reins. Um, one thing that I found out as I was chatting with security is um, because um, this guy loves Rupert so much, every hour on the hour, um, some uh, handler takes Rupert out and puts him in a special display aquarium and it's all lit up and it has like little edible fish glitter in there. <laughs> and they it. all praise Rupert, praise Rupert. And it's really weird for like five minutes and then they put them back. I think it sounds I, adorable. It is fantastic. All Every right. hour on the hour. That's good. Every hour on the hour. Even at night, apparently, when like people are trying to sleep. Praying is very important when you're enthralled to a fish deity guy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Fantastic. Um, so after that, um, we're going to do that one more time. Actually, um, yeah, we'll do that one more of those rolls real quickly. And we'll pick one more fact from the group of you. And then we will start to kind of um, get the heist rolling. I'm not going to roll this time since I already gave one. I got a plus four. This time I got a rock. Wow. Yeah, I only got a three. I got a. <clears throat> what approach are we rolling against? We get to choose, right? Whatever one you pick. Uh, and what is line again? Uh, line. It's against is... the other stats. I thought that were like uh, careful, clever, flashy, forceful, yeah. quick, okay. and sneaky. Okay, so I can't use line. Okay, then I got plus four. Okay, then fantastic. All right, both of you give me some type of fact about the situation. It could be about the guests. It could be about the security. It could be at the building. It could be you know anything that's related to the research that you've been doing with that role that you just made. All right, I used my sneaky stat for this one. So um, I want to point out that there is actually a service entrance um, off to the side, it's kind of out of the way. There are a bunch of large plants actually blocking it. So I bet people wouldn't even be noticing that. It might be an easy way to get in and out without a lot of eyes on us. Um, and I used my clever. Um, I actually have contacts in New Tide uh, that was able to secure me uh, an invitation to the party and 
uh, two uh, through through favors owed two positions on the catering staff. Okay. Well, you have a lot of information. You already know a way that you can get in, some points of vulnerability, and then a way that you can probably get your hands on your prize. So the next phase is thinking about how you want to um, approach this heist, any other kind of preparations that you want to do. And once you feel ready, all of you are then going to um, roll to see who takes the lead. Unless someone wants to volunteer and take the lead, you're going to figure out an approach and basically execute it. So I know exactly what we should do, okay? We snatch Rupert on his way in or out of that tank. We get him that Ziploc bag. We get a tiny fish parachute. We throw him out the window to the waiting <laughs> car below. <laughs> Bim, bad, bobbity, boop, and we're done. <laughs> I, I, bet I, Mr. Like... Yeah, I bet Mr. Carp has a sunroof in his car, too. So just imagine. Rupert <laughs> just so beautiful. Don't worry. Bridget knows the shortcut. Um, yeah. <laughs> cinder block through the front of the aquarium yeah. <laughs> we'll, let, we'll let all the fish free yeah i'm i'm that... kind of serious about that because the two people in the catering uniforms could take two of the people who are in charge of handling rupert to the back and knock them out and swap um uniforms it's true well so here's I, can't, what I'm gonna suggest. I can't be one of the people in catering uniforms because I've got my little friend um, ankle biter, and while it would be adorable, Just I don't think we're going to be able to. I was going to say I don't think we can find a little caterer costume for him. Maybe we have put time. him under the. What was that? I, what I was going to suggest is, uh, uh, PL and Bridget come in as caterers. Wow, is that is there a reason for that? I don't um, need to. I don't need an invite. I don't need a job. Okay, I just walk in the door. Do you? Understand? I was hoping to drop in from the ceiling on a series of wires. Actually, um, all right, I'll be option. a caterer. There, fine. Okay, someone who is the person who is not going to be a caterer, uh, they can they can drop in through the secret entrance that Bridget figured out, and they can take the the uh, the uh, the handlers place after we knock him out goes out praises rupert gets rupert back walks him to the back room where he normally lives and chunk him out the window with his fish pair suit <laughs> maybe we should get the fish the fish parachute before we go yeah or I build think so. it or something yeah. i was going to oh, make it out I of uh, his I've actually got a skill for uh, uh, cleverly crafting when putting together blah, 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 uh, something in the field. Um, eh, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's my MacGyvering skill, but I'm not sure if I have anything I could make a fish parachute out of. I don't really have an inventory. Um, what is there nearby that I could make a fish parachute out of? napkins does this um this is sheets. like one of those egg drop 
Challenges. Do they like things neat and tidy at uh, Pacific Rim jobs, or do they they like it messy and nasty? We right? like it pretty sloppy, actually. Okay. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's actually the sloppy, the better. It's it's on the sign. Actually, it says that we like it <laughs> sloppy. No napkins, lick your fingers. It says on the sign. <laughs> <laughs> we have wet wipes if there's a mess. <laughs> you know, wet wipe for a fish, I think, would be an appropriate parachute don't you yeah i mean wet white fish get it anyway um uh, yeah i got i got you <laughs> okay uh, so <laughs> the so as this game very much uh, is focused on aspects the aspects that have kind of really come from this are um and i'm shortening them down worship the fish uh, since everyone worships rupert on the hour service entrance and catering uniforms or let's dress up like caterers are the and pop out. We kind got of Dr. aspects the that I'm seeing is developing out of here. So you you have a basic plan of what your your general approach is going to be. Um, so you are able to from this point out start to conduct your heist. So. Um... Other than dressing up like a caterer, what am I supposed to do, if caterer. anything? Cater? Okay. Cater, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll get right on that. Where are we going to get our uniforms from? So as a quick interjection, so all of you would start this game with one point, uh, one fate point, and then several of you have rolled pl uh, four plus. So in this kind of in planning phase, each of those fours that you roll, you'll get a bonus fate point. And those you can use to activate one of your stunts or to invoke one of your aspects. That might help you get the equipment that you might need or also help you to kind of set this initial phase of That's your plan. That's the beautiful thing. Um, I was using um, <clears throat> my my role. You aren't just getting caterer uniforms. You were actually hired as a caterer for this. Oh, so cool. There's no sneaking. We can just walk in. Excellent. So the plan is that. definitely parachuting Rupert, though, right? Yes. Okay. So if we have um, Dolphin dropping through the ceiling... Mm -hmm. but then we have somebody being a caterer and then people being guests who's doing the fish grab oh yeah oh uh, one of the cater or uh the person who's impersonating we we the three of us three of us are getting in via invitation and catering jobs hmm. the first and bridget who's dropping in from the ceiling is going to knock out the curry the curry the handler Take their place, bring Rupert to be worshipped, and then upon removing uh, Rupert to be from worship, we'll chunk him out the window with a parachute. The three of us then uh, walk out. Should okay. uh, the three not handling Rupert cause a bit of a distraction? So all eyes are on. Us I think. I not... think so. I think the two caterers should cause a distraction that. Um, is inappropriate and then i can like apologize intensely for the folks i got the jobs and i will walk them out to be harshly reprimanded and we all leave 
Okay, then I'm not being a caterer. I never make a mistake. It's just going to have to be you and your robot, okay? The robot okay. is the other caterer. All right. I'll sneak myself in using my skills. Okay. The robot so... caterer would be a good distraction. Can you? Can he, like, glitch on command or something? Oh, yeah. He can do all kinds of stuff on command. <clears throat> Let's see. Do we have the makings of stilts? I'm just I, I love the idea of him on stilts in a coat, but I guess I could just have him be like a cute little bitty robot caterer for everybody. I imagine like, him as like Burr from yeah. yeah. Um I'm I, that's exactly the vibe I'm going for with him. I'm just gonna let him be cute and I'll wear a caterer's uniform and say like, Yeah, you should hire me more often. I come with an adorable robot. Um Beautiful. yeah, there we go. All right. And then if needed, um, the the guests, so me and you, can be on hand if uh, Dolphin has trouble getting Rupert away from the handlers. So we could kind of be on lookout. I'm picturing Dolphin like trying to drop in on fishing line and it just like snarling up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have faith in Dolphin, actually. I do, too. Mm -hmm. I'm very good at this. All right. So that's the plan. On the on the top of the hour, uh, Ankle Biter causes the glitch. Um, then Dolphin drops down, gets a handle on the handler, switches into the uniform, acts the part, and then as soon as the worshiping is done, gets the fish out of there by dropping him out of the window. <laughs> okay. Right, and then we got... have a full hour to make our escape before anyone notices anything is wrong. Yeah. We'll I've got, I've, yeah, I think I've got an good. idea. I've got an idea that might help us out. Hang on a second. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Been there. Got sucked. Um is i'm just making sure yeah okay so never mind um it doesn't work that way i thought i could invoke a former job i'd have but it doesn't quite work that way never mind now keep in mind that as we are going through this my job as gm is to use your aspects against you and also leverage your opponent's aspects against you as well so i've been taking notes about some of these connections that you have and some of your bits of plan so we're going to see how this turns out i mean what could possibly go wrong with this Nothing. plan that you've made it's sturdy as oh. hell this plan yeah. Nothing so long as our gm's not an asshole wait are we <laughs> are we making the parachute or buying it uh, we should probably we buy should it. Buy it. We have time, and Dolphin's if, gonna have it on their person. Yeah. So In like we mouth, don't have probably. to. Yeah, yeah. So okay. So part of our preparation is to get a fish-sized parachute, and maybe a homing beacon in case Rupert gets hit by a gust of wind. So or a falcon. Him. Or a falcon. Right. Is there, a, is there an anti-bird spray we could also put on it? Well, you think I'm, I'm Batman? Say yes. I if, just got that if, in my utility if, belt. Um, will someone make me a line oh. check? I will. My line okay. is real good. 
That's a three. If only nature had somehow had this fish evolved to give it some type of defense mechanism (laughs) against predators. Okay, but if it's in a Ziploc bag and attached to a parachute, the bird could grab the parachute, right? Yeah, sure. Okay, let's just get the anti-bird spray to be safe. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to assume, Cruz, that since you are so well-to-do, you've probably never really spent much quality time with a puffer fish or know anything about their anatomy, so I love it. <laughs> she knows her way around a cloaca. So. Yeah. yeah, that's all you need in this watery world. That's so That's nice. right. One hole. Have One hole. Like a cloaca, will travel. <laughs> all right, do we need anything else? I mean, other than a snowball's chance in hell, I can't think of anything. No, we'll be fine. We're experts. Look at us. Oh my god, we have so much experience. (laughs) We definitely didn't lie on our resumes to get the job. Okay, let's go. Definitely not. (laughs) Okay, so the heist is set to be the next day. You know that you have this large party. In fact, almost any type of social media you go on to, there is a post from your target um wade turner about how awesome he is and how he's got this cool birthday party but only cool people to get to go and so if you subscribe to his like patreon twitch thing he'll give you exclusive content that you can watch because you're if you don't have an invite that's the only time you get to see all this cool stuff and exclusive at the top of the hour praising of the rupert it's going to be fantastic there's going to be all kinds of little tchotchke giveaways and everything about praising the rupert (laughs) The question is, since you have the connection, Ray, when do you have to get up to do your catering job? Is it the butt crack of dawn or I'm after not, the I'm butt not crack catering. of dawn? I have an invitation. You, you are... It's Charles and his dog that have to get, or Charles and robot. his AI assistant that need yeah. to get up at like 5 a.m. Not an AI, a robot, remember? Only as smart as a Furby. Um... <laughs> Why don't you just tell yeah. everybody it's an espresso machine? I guess I could. Uh, yeah. yeah, I to actually like catering gigs are like there aren't a lot of breakfast gigs I've got to cater. Um, so it's really more of a roll out of bed at two p.m., roll into bed at like four a.m. sort of deal. Yeah, he's wait staff. He's not the chef. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I thought you would have to do all the prep and rolling silver. No, absolutely. No, not. caterer. Yeah, catering. I'm, a, I'm food service. Well, catering does a lot of that as well. It does, but that's not the job I got him. Yeah, I got him a okay. waiter's job. Okay. Come on, dude. I'm not on deck. Hey, I, I have to know. I have to know. Okay. So you know the party is going to be in the evening that uh, doors at 7, parties in full swing by 8. Um, and it is definitely an exclusive event. Um, when you start to when you get close to the facility you see even from the entrance into uh the high rise that there's already a security detail in place by you know just a, a quick glance you can quickly tell that the security is provided by dragon tail they're a top end security company and one of their core aspects is aesthetic has to be killer there is like woven into their suits that you can see scales they claim that they're all like natural scales but they're they're probably 
you know, synth grown, but part of their aesthetic to make them look very dragon-esque. Very sharp lines, collars, angles. Everyone has the angular sunglasses. Everyone looks like I could just kill you with a chop. Um, so they're out front of this building. There is, of course, the quintessential red carpet that's rolled out. And there are throngs of people that are hooting and hollering as celebrities begin to make their way through the entrance and up to the top floor of the um, penthouse. But you said your entrance is in the back that is concealed by plants and where the catering is coming and going. Uh, who is going to be entering in through the service entrance? I just want to point out that through the back is how Pacific Rim Jobs works, yes. Mm -hmm. That's why Dolphin wanted to go that way, actually. Yeah, actually this time um, I'll be uh, going in through the back, um, I believe. Me and my, my lethal friend... Well, you can go in with the caterers, though, right? Yeah, which is yeah. that's where they're going in and out, I believe. So, yeah, I'm gonna join then, the train. Yeah, the three of us have. Okay, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna join the train that's going on in the rear. Mm. <laughs> Tight fit, but y'all make yeah. it work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, everybody will be satisfied in the end. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um. So. I guess since you are going to be uh, taking up the rear Baza, make me a angler check uh, just to see oh, if you right. can keep your cool and keep your robot under control. Oh no. Rear check. Let's see. Angler. Okay, that's not a total shit show, so let's see how this goes. Uh, da, 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 da. That's a three total. Oh, better than I expected. You absolutely play the role and did you decide are you passing off your companion as a droid or as an espresso machine <laughs> i do like the transformers aspect of that yeah. and i could make that god-awful noise when he like uh you know goes in and out of that mode but but he and, keeps no. just vomiting oil because he's not actually oh, yeah. <laughs> now this is a special actually overseas espresso technique yeah. so. No, I think that I've got him as more of like a, um, like I'm gonna pitch my caterer and caterers robot web series to like everybody that I bump into at this thing and make a real asshole out of myself to like play the role to the hilt. So this this robot is like my equivalent of having a screenplay with me as I cater this party. I love it. So you're able to get in through the service entrance. And as soon as you get in through the service entrance, it's a hub of activity. There is security that's inside, just making sure nothing is um, going through that shouldn't be. But as you are dressed the part and you have a legitimate work clearance and you've kept your cool, uh, you are pushed through with um, no problems whatsoever. Uh, you barely you barely miss getting kind of flung into some bananas fosters that people are in the process <laughs> of pre-building for the flumbang at the top of the hour. Um, and you were kind of escorted up to one of the service freight elevators to take you up with all kinds of various goods. Um, you notice um, that um, everyone seems to be taking commands from a very large and oddly shirtless chef 
Like he has scars down his washboard. As I'm going to need, I'm him. going to immediately need to see his food handler's license. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck you. And also his hands. Um, <laughs> fucking well, shirtless chef, go before, fuck yourself. <laughs> I feel who this is. Are the rest of you? Uh, tell me, are you going to be following your compatriot in, or how are you gaining entrance? I'm absolutely going through the main entrance. I'm main dressed entrance. up. I'm totally glammed up. And I, so I believe we have, I have an invite, right? No, you're going through the secret. Oh, so uh, I have to go through. Okay. You have to go, was, you have to go. You don't events. have to. You told me you were going yeah, to you do that. Yeah, you said you wanted to go on the vent. I have an invite for you. Dolphin. You wanted to go through the roof. So Dolphin, I'm, you I'm, cried all night to go into the vent. I'm you currently did. like just coating myself with <laughs> cooking grease, whatever yeah. we had to slide myself through the vents ooh, ooh, i like this keeper willie imagine imagine that you've like uh you have one of those like little children's fishing poles and you like cast it all the way to the top of this structure and you're just like reeling your way up holding <laughs> onto it like the world's most like low rent batman you're <laughs> And then I I'm, slide I, through the bench making dolphin noises. Like, hee, yeah. Hee, I have to yeah. reiterate how angry I am about this shirtless chef thing. <laughs> I'm so mad right now. Dolphin is the is not the only one glistening right now, that's all we're saying. <laughs> uh so actually as a real quick thing, because I didn't even get to finish describing the shirtless chef. Okay. Where are you in all of this, Ray? I have an invite. I'm going through the main door. Okay. Then I guess you will know this, um, Baza, before the others do. This shirtless chef who's barking commands to everyone uh, is Hungre Bayek. He is a cooking streamer and classically trained seafood chef who used to also have a criminal past, but redeemed himself and is now as a very esteemed private chef. He is very intimidating. Um, and you've even seen those videos of off the clock chef fighting, where there's uh, one chef goes into the arena, <laughs> one chef comes out, and he is always like the number one ass kicking sushi chef there is. I would ever. love that show, dude. <laughs> like, I mean, I'll... it's. <laughs> I legitimately would watch a chef on chef MMA match. Like, hey, quick question: How gross is his grease stained, oil scarred <laughs> bullshit torso? I want to point out that at one point in college, when I was working as a chef, a friend of mine grabbed me by the throat. It was like, "Hey, what are these fucking track marks on your arms?" Because I had grease stains up and down my arms from working at grill in a short sleeve shirt. There's a reason you wear a shirt when you're cooking, and it has. About 25% to do with safety and sanitation. The rest to do with the fact that you're fucking... Sorry. How much How much deep frying do you actually use when you're making sushi? Well, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold, hold the fuck on. Are you telling me you've never fucking heard of tempura? How much John? deep frying do you do in... Go fuck yourselves. John, John. <laughs> But that's Do you understand the distinction between management and labor? As a chef, no. Absolutely not. Because <laughs> as far as I heard from that description, this asshole is just yelling at people and telling them what to do. I don't think you need a shirt for that. Also, that is... there, there is a difference between tempura and sushi. Mm -hmm. 
if it's traditional sushi, most of that's just raw fish. It's American yep. sushi that deep fries everything. <sighs> and his job description was traditionally trained. So I doubt he's deep frying all the sushi. My heart, my heart can't take this. Wow, I thought you would have liked... I could have picked a different obstacle to put in your game. If you're, I picked a hot <laughs> daddy chef dude. Uh, he just ruined up from the shelf for one hot daddy chef dude. <laughs> just okay. starts John, John, John just sells. starts breaking down in the foyer. It's like, oh shit. <laughs> I'm gonna go get. I'm gonna go get my chef coat. John's cells are currently at war with themselves. So it was gonna be something if it wasn't shirtless chef that set him <laughs> off. <laughs> So, do you know that this guy could really kick ass if he needs to? And you know that you kind of get a little bit nervous as he stares at you in your, well, non-espresso producing robot. And he goes, hey, who the fuck are you? I haven't seen you here before. Ooh, I got just the thing for this. Um, I would like to uh, use my sinker aspect um, to have uh, ankle biter um, immediately leap atop one of my shoulders and perform like John. What's something that's real fucking hard to do in the kitchen that like proves you're a badass? I think he should uh, jump on your shoulder and then debone um, a flounder. Like yes. immaculately. Excellent. That's what we'll have him do. Okay. Keep in mind that like flounder is like worth its weight in gold in this future. And which so, is why well, it's so what's perfect. Everybody, what's well, everybody know, know. eating in the future then? It's usually since, yeah. since yeah. seafood. Yeah. Okay, then it's a solid flounder. No, 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 no. I'm just I was building this up as a as like a here's really cool, like how your action is going to go. Um, so ah, that's okay. a free aspect. So you get a plus two to that roll. Uh, so I'm assuming ankle biter doing his function is going to be a sinker. So you have a plus five to that roll. So it's very hard for you to fail. Yes, it would be. Uh, let's see if I can. Uh, da, 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 da. Guess what? I just rolled four successes on top of that uh, five. So that's a nine as a result. So that's going to be interesting. So when you succeed that well, you call it doing it with style. And so that gives you a, an ability to put two aspects on the situation. Um, okay. The other aspect I am going to use It doesn't is... have to be yours. It's like making another one, like um, making Chef impressed or like making Chef weep with adulation or... Um, through bones into eyes of a servant. I don't know, whatever it is. Forcing <laughs> Chef to put on a shirt. Uh, here's <laughs> sorry, John. Um, no, on on this occasion, I would like to have the chef ring the instant promotion bell. Uh, you know, they, right. they have one at every job and in every kitchen. Like anytime someone gets an instant promotion, <laughs> you like ring the bell, right? Is that That's a how thing? it works? That's how I it like works, right, guys? You're standing, you're standing in a freight <laughs> elevator. I've never um, been promoted, and, so yeah, I don't, it's hanging I don't know. from the corner of the elevator. Okay, like yes, right yeah. yeah. You never like know right when there. it's going to happen. So, yeah. <laughs> or maybe the, the celebrity chef just has two tiny bells hanging from his naked nipples. Oh yeah, he never wears yeah. His shirt, and he's just like so, that's that's one aspect. What's the other one? Um, let's see, and then also uh, above suspicion for me. 
Ooh, good thing, as he was about to be. Um, so he goes, well, I don't know if you can cook at all, but holy shit. <laughs> good job. That I thing doesn't it. even have abs, and it's uh, <laughs> it's awesome. Um, oh, shit. And... Uh, based on my character drawing, I, I could at this point like gently part my shirt and be like, oh, I have do abs it. for both of us. Do it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I he suggestively pushes the cart of the unpeeled bananas for the bananas fosters, and he goes, "What are you doing before the uh, prison of the Rupert?" <laughs> and I respond, uh, "It sounds like I'm doing you." That's <laughs> the best I can do, guys. I've never been good at. <laughs> All right, you know what? I am. I am. I just just for just for absolute fun. If you that's would a like, skill that IRL Charles lacks completely. If you it's would like... like to make that as an angler check for flirting back to Chef, you do can it. certainly do, it. do so. Do it. Make yeah. him an ally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's see. Angler. All right. That's a yeah. I can see this happening. Let's see. Uh, it's a plus one. That's only a total of two. <laughs> Is this good enough? <laughs> <laughs> all right so um good, good the two of you are yep. in the freight elevator getting ready to head up um so the other of you some of you have uh so i heard that uh, Cruz, you're gonna be going in front door so mm -hmm. you have this legitimate this or illegitimate black sheep of a powerful family ability that you could really use in your vantage to get into this the question they have is do you, uh, do is your family one of the ones that's involved at this party? So there are corporations that are represented here. Of course, um, the uh, New Tide is uh, operated by CEO Nitride Wei, who's a very charismatic man who's infamous for fathering way too many children and giving them jobs. Um, there are other companies. Uh, Definitely Finn him. My dad's a whore. All right. And um, okay. you guys keep so, it up. I'll be right back. So he's totally you, making uh, out with Chef right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You hear like the the smacking. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> There's a lot of founder being uh, deboned in there. What's going on? <laughs> that's not, that's not the only thing getting boned in there. Ooh. Ooh. That's what I was trying to make the sound mm -hmm. of flopping. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> um, so you walk up to security and they're checking invitations, they're checking IDs, um, they're even breathalyzing a couple of like really drunk paparazzi, um, and of course kicking them to the curb. Uh, so go ahead and make your angler check to schmooze your way in, and you're going to be using that um, black sheep of a powerful family. So you are. Plus five to this rule. And I got two on top of that. So a seven. Uh, yeah, absolutely. What is the spiel you explain of why you don't have an invite and why you should be in and why are they bad for even stopping you? Well, so I do have um, the... So... I don't need to use my one-time eye ability, right? Uh, no. Okay. 
Uh, I pull out a my my glittery notepad and a pen, and I say, um, so I'm here for streamer times to report on the the life of Wade Turner and how he's just rising. His star is just glittering, glittering brightly in the sea of stars. And also to do a, a, a mini interview with Rupert. Obviously, that's why everyone is here. Um, so that's, you know, with that role, you get your plus two aspects that you can add into this scenario. Uh, what are the two aspects that you want to either like invoke or apply to this situation? So here, maybe one of them is um, you're actually with the press. Um, I want to say that a bunch of paparazzi that are in line behind me hear that and completely believe it. So they'll spread the fact that I'm there around. Um, so people will hear that there's this big reporter from Streamer Times, which is a legitimate... <laughs> legitimate you know organization and I then they ask if that was a real thing it's absolutely a real thing and then um i'm going to say the other one is this one's tough oh there's so much creativity in this i'm also surprised you didn't actually wave your uh your father in this you're making I don't it need on him. your own I don't need him. Wait, is your dad <laughs> the <Gordon's> fisherman? <laughs> and if you don't want to add on something, you don't have to. I figured that um, maybe being credible might be something you might want to apply since you're okay. Yeah, you're credible. without your press pass. Credible. Um, oh, I want to actually instead of credible, I want to pull off like really ditzy, so like no one thinks much of me. I've totally forgot my press pass. You know how it is. I was just rushing to the party. I remembered my notepad and my my camera though. Underestimated. Yeah. I want that one to be my second one. Wonderful. So that's all taken care of. You're, Can I ask uh, one more question, follow-up question about the streamer times? Yeah, absolutely. It's, like a, it's a video publication, right? Like they don't have actual articles? Oh, we do both. You know, so I'm going to do a small video interview with Rupert and just a written interview. No, no, no. I, I meant like the the in real life streamer times. Is there is there one? I just made that up. Oh, see, that's what I meant when I asked <laughs> if that was a real thing. So I, I actually you know, I thought you were talking about in the game. Yeah, in the yeah. game, it's a oh. real thing. I've, okay, it's I... it it should be a known organization, yeah. but not in real life. But thank yeah. you for. <laughs> Because my, my question was going to be like, if, if people are writing articles about streamers, like who reads them? Because neither streamers nor their audience can read as far as I can tell. I mean, wow. I can't read. Wow. Apologize to our audience, please. How dare. Um, they would love I, to read the articles I would write. I will offer our audience a very poorly written apology since I qualify Speaking. as a streamer too. Speaking of our streamers um, being able to read, uh, Ricky Ray is sus does say hi to you, PL. I know. I said hi back. Oh. Hi, Ricky. Oh, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize you were a poem to poem. All right. Mm -hmm. Then uh, you are able to get in and you make your way up to the tower. So meanwhile, Dolphin, what is your plan for 
whatever it is exactly that you were doing. I hear that you were greasing yourself up like a charismatic chef. <laughs> yeah, un unfortunately, that was like one thing we actually forgot to get. So we just had to go around the, the headquarters and all we could find was like this really greasy leftover tin of like bacon grease that you like pour in, <laughs> you know, so you don't pour it down the sink. I'm really sorry, Dolphin. I just it completely slipped my mind because I was trying to pick the most perfect fish parachute. Which of course I don't know why you're apologizing. It's you highlighter stuff orange. Up. It's delicious. Like, I know. <laughs> and maybe I the remember, smell will make Rupert more friendly towards you. I think. I remember the cans of bacon grease from when I was a kid. Like they always had little tiny flecks of bacon mixed in with the yeah. melted, re-solidified pig fat. It was pretty gnar. Well, now yeah. dolphin does too, all over her body. <laughs> So it's more of a grease and like gravel uh, combined <laughs> sort of texture. Yeah. So what is your plan, Dolphin? So I have greased my way through the vents now, <laughs> slithering on in until I've got a decent vantage point above where Rupert is kept is I could see it through the little slats in the vent and everything. I like that slippery is an eel is one of your aspects. So I'm yes. just going to make you make one roll for that to make sure you don't get seen by the dragon uh, security force as they patrol around the building. So um, I, I rolled a plus one. All right. Well, and then with your uh, plus two from being slippery as an eel, and then um, from your hook, that's in a plus three. So yeah, you basically have a plus seven to that. Yeah. Because you are slippery as an eel. Uh, yeah, so you don't even make the... Well, one of the best parts about greasing yourself up, putting yourself through the air vents, is making the squeegee sound as you propel yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, but you, well, you have, have greased yourself so sufficiently. <laughs> hey, you're squeegeeing on something else right now that you don't even make any sound as you're just gliding through the air ducts. Now, keep in mind, this is at the top of the tower. So you have a lot of air duct to conduct through. Are you going to squeegee yourself up like the 20 floors to the penthouse or is this a means to an end oh i'm gonna no i'm gonna squeegee my way up i'm very good at squeegeeing <laughs> i love and this it makes a great like squick sound which people on the other floors can hear like slither by just squick, squick. <laughs> oh no that's more like a oh what was his name the stretchy guy from the x-files that's the sound he made in the pipe oh like, yeah tombstone one of their best episodes of yeah. all time yeah he was in yeah. two different episodes yeah yeah oh building nests oh. out of human-made paper mache i loved it mm -hmm. so yeah. i'm yeah i'm eagling my way through this <laughs> all right it's gonna take a while but i love your dedication to this um and half, as you are going through here you are able to collect a lot of dust and you shape it into a little <laughs> bunny and you just keep scooting Aww. it along and it Aww. keeps like snowballing so you have like this itty bitty itty bitty little bunny and then it like gets to be like the size of a hamster Evans says guinea pig, full side rabbit. And if you keep pushing it, it's supposed to be like this 
humongous dust thing if you want it from uh from Tribble to Chewbacca yeah yeah if you want you don't have to I'll put little googly eyes on it I love it I could fully see your character having an emergency packet of googly eyes at all times all times <laughs> right so you can be occupied for a while, uh, squicking your way up to the top of the building. That leaves you, Ray. So, Ray, you said that you're going to be coming in through the front door, and your approach to getting in was? You were on mute, Ray. I have an invitation. Is it a legitimate invitation? I can just invitation? walk in. Yes. Where did you get a legitimate invitation? <clears throat> I use my contacts uh, uh, from my past corporate life. I, I figured. Have, I, just, I, I wanted to ask specifically. I solve because... other people's problems. And if you think New Tide hasn't had a slew of problems that I have solved in the past, I am owed so many favors that I forget who I can call on sometimes. I love it. I was more curious if you were using that or the running from your past as a criminal. So no, I see how you got your entrance. Uh, so when you flash your uh, invitation, the dragon handler has this look of like, oh shit, a little bit of respect and admiration, but then the oh shit, as you uh, <clears throat> swallow his hard and then lets you go in. I I give him the the raised eyebrow of are you going to give me a problem but the smirk of we're cool man you know the combination um, of like warning but camaraderie that person is a little bit confused if you're flirting with them or not and looks hopeful <laughs> um, but then sees your eyebrow is left hanging and is probably going to assume that that means it's this business oh. He, we could know. have had two romances. Did you? I I am um I am not running the uh the romance path Bill. of this game. Aww. You know what? Last one of the pale one time when we ran the romance path, I ended up uh murdering myself and Charles. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so I have to be careful because right? I will I will family annihilate. In a heartbeat. Charles, all of our romance hopes lie on you and the naked chest chef, okay? Oh, they were, they're in you, capable hands. Uh, I should hope when, so. When we, we ran one module and uh, Charles here ran shirtless off with goat men uh, for yeah. the, the goat orgies. The, the goat man orgy. There was another one also with where with uh with um the uh stewardess when we were in the plane or the steward yeah. excuse me uh that the, was the, the, the flight attendant yeah and then um yeah. uh oh yeah yeah i guess i've i've boned down on the show quite a few times <laughs> great oh, charles is our uh, charles is our show bard even if he never plays the bard the first question <laughs> yeah. in mind is always how do i fuck it <laughs> I I did play a bard in one game because he was a country and western bard. Remember? And yeah. Whereas my my, my question that I come into the show with is, how can I fuck this up? Yeah. Dude, Tio, what what is your what is your mantra then? Um, can I eat it? That's usually yours. <laughs> Me? No. Can I eat them? Actually, that's, that's usually mine. Yeah. 
Um, what drugs do I have to do to eat someone around here? <laughs> Let's just say I usually, whenever I would play D&D, I always played a druid. At, at one point, this really stuck up guy who's playing a um, uh, a knight or whatever um, was taking forever just interrogating like the two NPCs when it was obvious that we'd gotten all our information. I was really annoyed. So I transform, I, I wasted a spell slot to transform into a wolf. And I started, I jumped on their couches and started ripping through their cushions. <laughs> and I annoyed him so much. He finally left the tower so we could get on our way. Wonderful. So. That didn't go where I thought it would go with the wolf transformation. By Same the way. here. <laughs> so whenever in trouble transform into a wolf and fuck shit up yeah wonderful yep. mantra chaos obviously mm -hmm. exactly so the lot of you are making your way up to the party in fact when you start getting close to the floor of the party is all of you start to feel a sonorous thrum that reverberates through the floors and even like starting to shake the rivets holding the building together and you can tell that the opening band is beginning to finish their uh, initial set, and from the, the sounds of it, um, you know it's it's Bog Wizard because um, it's all nautical and oceanic themed. So a little bit of uh, uh, swamp sorcerer action going on is always Hell a good yeah. thing. When you uh, all arrive here. You kind of get a montage look at what this party looks like. It is packed with various celebrities, most of them just being droll and just droning on about how awesome they are. Everyone's in love with themselves. Some people are like live streaming themselves. They've got mobile ring cameras and they're talking in third person. It is basically uh, YouTube in life form and it is glorious and heinous in all it's all at once. Two point fifth layer of hell, I think, or circle of hell. Like two and a half down is YouTube party. I'm pretty sure. There's a susurrus constantly that. in the background of, of people saying like, subscribe, like, and subscribe. yeah, yeah. Above yeah. above like, that, subscribe. or one circle down, worse than hell is a party full of salespeople that yep. like how who love sales. Yep, you do yep, yep. overhear someone talking about a um, NFT 3.0 venture, and the knife. dragon security people just forcibly grab the person <laughs> by the shoulders Yay! And, them and plant them in the shark tank. And everyone just applauds, <laughs> just, just yeah. like sharks, just mow them down. Like this gla <laughs> yeah, the glass just goes into a, a red, just, you know water everywhere and then those little sucker fish this kind of clean sides of the tank and you can see it again so do you remember from the the uh second ever episode of metalocalypse that featured dr oxo uh like the suit i forget his name charles something he, That's he lawyer yeah he says yeah. to to roxo like We'll have uh we'll, we'll we'll get you a ride home and and make sure that you get home safe and sound. And then he turns to the security guys and he's like, "Give him the boots, medium style." And the next <laughs> one is them like kicking the shit out of him in the parking lot. So I like to think that's give him the sharks, medium that's, style. Medium no, style. they gave him to him. Uh, that's that's what bread and butter you're fucking with. <laughs> yes, that's so, what bread and butter you're fucking with. You can see that there's Dragon Tail security going on. They're checking visitors, making sure they're having fun and also not causing problems, uh, like talking about NFT trading. 
and you see coming up you hear ding and there's a elevator that opens up and there is a extra disheveled um <clears throat> shirtless chef with a little robot on his shoulder and another shirtless <laughs> chef and it looks like they have prepared all kinds of uh sashimi on their <laughs> way up and hors d'oeuvres are being set out and being um paraded around uh you know that you have uh, probably at least 30 minutes before the next praising of the rupert in fact you can see a clock that is ticking down um and you see people that are loading the obligatory uh, confetti cannons for the occasion i admire the fact that confetti in this episode i admire the fact that um this uh streamer obviously spent like a lot of money to get this custom 10 foot grandfather clock that just is like a column that ends with a like 10 times the life size shape of Rupert, just a replication of him. And in his mouth <laughs> is the clock counting down to his own praising. I take I a like how you built that in. <laughs> can I can I say something real quick? Like so only if it's praise Rupert. It it, it has something Rupert. directly to do with praise praising Rupert. Rupert. Praise Rupert. Um so like I uh had minor dealings today through my regular job with a company that makes inflatables like the giant gorillas for um, car dealerships or whatever. And like, I was thinking to myself, like, man, the pandemic must've been a rough time for that business. <laughs> like what we're going to need a, a giant inflatable for uh blank spot. Like, well, I maybe, I mean, never underestimate the lunar crowd, <laughs> you know? True. True enough. I would love to know, Dolphin, as you are squeegeeing your way through the system. And again, I think you're going to be probably coming in last to this floor just because it takes a long time to take the stairs like 24 is up versus, you know, the air ducts. But I have a feeling that probably your air duct is going to leave somewhere pretty strategic. And I'd like to know where your air duct is going to eventually be emptying out. Meanwhile, in the air duct. And I'm just like singing to myself as I go along, just having a great Thank time. Thank you, PL. Um, mm -hmm. So I would like to think that the place I am, the reason I am in this air duct is because there will be a vent that will allow me to see directly down into Rupert's tank. So I know the precise moment to drop in. I'm going to then shift into a side vent squeegee my way down about 10 feet and then drop directly behind the um security guy so i could yeah. take him out yeah yeah i love it i am if you would like you have like i think three fate points at this time dolphin if you want to burn like at least one of those we'll expedite your uh, squicking your way up to the the top, just so then you can make sure you're you're poised for this. I'm sorry, what was the question? I was thinking it was of... it was so you have three you have three fate points that you could use during this game. I was just gonna um, uh, help expedite your journey to the top if you want to sacrifice one of those points. That way, is you're not lagging behind. Okay, Since and you're going I... up manually up. Uh, Kevin Cosner Tower. You're All right, climbing yeah. through the bowels of 
I mean, I'm Costco. very good at this. I, I go pretty quick, but yes, I will sacrifice one of my fate points. All right. All right. Then I will say that you were up there at the same time. At the same time, it takes someone to take an elevator, basically. So that's what I'm saying, like really expediting that. So holy shit, are... dolphin! It's like have you ever seen one of those like fish can't like those fish hoses that they use to yes salmon? It's like that. That's basically what I just did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you see it as Bog Wizard gets ready to leave the stage and been setting up for the next praising of the Rupert. You see a uh, the, kind of a banner unfurling in the background for Highland Star. Uh, she's a singer. She's an online celebrity. Um, and many, some of you might know, but especially you, Cruz, she's also and an illegitimate daughter of Wei, the CEO of New Tide. Oh, so she's <laughs> like my sister. And she definitely kind of gives you uh, like a friendly side eye a bit. I'm just like... As... And she winks like really hard <laughs> if she's in on the thing. I mean, she, she kind of looks over at Rupert's tank. Ah. I give her kind of a little nod like So, Ray, what are you doing in all of this? You're the first thing that you kind of really get an instinct for as you were looking about here is A, the security presence, but then also with your running from your past, you have had a run-in before with that shirtless chef. Uh, he also used to be a diver and made all kinds of illegal runs before he redeemed himself. And you're pretty sure if he were to catch you, he would recognize you. Probably not in a good way either. Well, good thing he's in the kitchen. Uh, and I am not. He is at an action station with his new um, sous chef <clears throat> and robotic sous chef. And they are making sashimi live. In fact, he will just occasionally point to a fish at a tank and someone will fish it out with a net and bring it to him still wriggling and with the help of the robotics you chef just expertly skin and debone the fish while it's still alive oh wow they do that in some forms of uh sushi that doesn't retract my all yeah Um, what is Line again? Line is kind of in a way as uh, like intelligence. That's how we're kind of using it. Making okay. plans, executive planning, thinking. Okay, no, this is great. This is actually perfect. Um, so my plan is uh, I'm going to use my line uh, to kind to do two things. I'm going to um. I am for right now going to stay uh, out of his like essentially keep people between me and the chef so he never sees me. But my plan is to as soon as I believe Dolphin has made the um, let's call it a dead drop. Um, hopefully less emphasis on the dead. Um, I'm going to approach uh, approach the chef table. And ask uh, ask my friend how he's enjoying the job I got him. 
in front of said chef. <gasps> which should create a big enough um, uh, distraction, distraction. But it's not time yet. Out. It's not time yet. Which is no, why I'm not doing it yet. yet. Yeah, which, is why, why, which is why I said when I believe. Okay. Okay. Oh my god, you made me so anxious all of a sudden. And and that's the challenge, is that heists take a long time. They're slow simmering burning, and we are two hours of action packed, and so that leaves at 15 minutes. So we're going to turn up that gas, and we're going to say and that... I'm going to start my own personal timer right now. Ooh. Ah, but I think that's a great idea. So, um, it's five minutes till Rupert time, and you go up to <clears throat> your former well no no uh, right after rupert time right after rupert oh, time is is when I'm after there. rupert time gotcha yes. i part well, let's just skip let's, to rupert time yeah let's, let's just go through time. it i want to say as rupert time approaches i have gone to um where his main uh aquarium is so assumably dolphin is on the other side in one of the vents and I'm kind of haunting that area in case I hear anything and I need to go and help. And I'm also keeping other people away from that area by acting really vapid and annoying. You fit like, right in. Yeah, like I have like a microphone and I'm like, oh my God, what do you do for a living? What do you eat on a daily? Do you know your calories? Do you know your calories? Have you tried Greek yogurt? <laughs> and I just keep, I'm keeping everyone away from that area. We lost Greece to the floods. Three it's years. fake Greek yogurt. <laughs> Have you tried it? You don't want to pull that thread, Ian. Trust me. I would have all kinds of questions about a water world with no fish. Well, that's fish why and, you're like, what working the catering. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> Keep filleting the fish with your boyfriend, please. It's almost my little, my it's little almost robot's doing time. all the work. It's almost different okay. time. All right. So... Um, let's say it's Rupert extract the fish. Can I set the scene up? Please. Please. Okay. So the giant towering Rupert clock, um, the, the, it hits top of the hour on the clock in the fake Rupert's mouth and his fins start to flap because he's actually an animatronic. We couldn't tell that from the floor <laughs> and his little, he starts inflating just inflating and lighting up because it's full of oh, LEDs horrible. to announce the coming of the true Rupert. And everyone oh. turns and they face it and the front of the column opens up. That's the display. That's where Rupert will go to be worshipped before he goes back to his home. Hey, um, out there in internet land, if you're a clockmaker who could make that thing for real <laughs> and like are, are willing to quote me a price, get at me. <laughs> Praise Rupert. Praise Rupert. Praise Rupert. Praise Rupert. All right. So how are you extracting Rupert? I heard no hooks. Someone maybe still has this loose tub of chum. I'm not allowed yeah. to put him in my mouth. So there, <laughs> I, we did preface this with uh, there may be chunks and there are chunks in the Tupperware. Hmm. So who's snatching Rupert? I would also like to just preface this by arguing that I, I feel like animals get very used to habit. And I would like to say that Rupert probably s swims 
to the extraction point where normally the handler would scoop him out and put him in the transport because he's so used to it and actually probably enjoys being worshipped, if we're being honest. Yeah, who wouldn't? All right, Cruz, are you going to make the snatch? Uh, no, uh, I'm assuming Dolphin is because yeah, she's I have the, the highest. Just keep running. Yeah, I'm right. I'm guarding the door. Okay. All right. Dolphin, extract the puffer. All right, so I got a plus one average. What, and what I'm going rolling? to do is I'm going to act like I'm cleaning the edge of the tank. Okay. I'm going to go over and I'm going to just kind of like rub with a, a cloth that I've pulled from my pocket in one of the corners and act like I have a stubborn spot. And then I use my other hand to slip the Tupperware into the water. Is this before or after it, Rupert time? It's a go. The heist is a go. Repeat, yeah. Are you, it is a go. Which stat were you rolling, Dolphin? Hook. Hook. Okay. And you only got a one. Plus one. That's yeah. not adding your plus three? I'm adding my plus three, yeah. I need to for a total of four or a total of one? Total of four. Okay. Major difference. That's why yeah, I'm glad. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Um, so that is successful, and you can apply uh, either a new attribute or uh, to the situation or activate one of yours. Like patient predator or um, maybe queuing up the one that got away. I'm going to queue up the one that got away. I like this. Tell me how you snatch the fish and how you escape with the fish. So the fish slides into the Tupperware. I slide the lid over it with my hand, extract it from the water, and then I pretend to vomit. Um, I vomit all over the side, not onto the tank itself, but on the floor. So, everyone so you're not attention. pretending, you're actually vomiting. I, well, I am actually vomiting. I can force myself to vomit. So this okay, is my good. skill. What okay. did you it's have for your, What did you eat? So I what I ate details. for lunch was three cans of Campbell's bean with bacon soup without <laughs> the water. Just like the, I did not mix Just it with water. Pure, Just pure bean with bacon soup. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. So that Lopular. hits the floor and takes everyone's attention. And then I'm especially because then I go, Oh my God, look, that isn't a vegan diet, everyone. <laughs> and everyone's like, huh? And they're all, they're now all live streaming it. Yeah. Get and out of your phones. I, Let's make fun of her. Let's bully. I slip backwards <laughs> towards the service door. As she's and doing that, I'm going to do my move as well. Um, I have to ask, were you. Uh, did you were double cross each other at some point, you and Hongre, or um, former lovers? Um, oh. Nothing, nothing so spicy as that. We he, we worked for competing companies, okay. And I uh, and I cost him a I cost him a job. In fact, it's my fault he's shirtless. I gave him an injection that made him allergic to shirts so he could no longer disguise himself. <laughs> Tragic. No, it's, he... it's also known as the Randy procedure. <laughs> <laughs> we did a chest off. Yeah. His she chest is down. Oh, we switched chest. So she I'd like to roll my line for this. Please do. Because here's the roll thing. A line. Not only so I have ride the wave that gives me a plus two at creating advantages when line with line would turn into an unexpected development to an advantage. Hmm. So I'm rolling with a plus five right now. Do it. And that's a five. 
All right. So um, I would love to know how this starts to play out because you have this great scene. Like I imagine taking a big cleaver and like thunking it down, like making a big sound. But um, what is the scene that unfolds from this that brings in everyone's attention? I am. I don't even look at the sh at Hongre. I look at my friend. Um, do I got the job? I say, ah, look at that. You're already promoted. I just got you this job. You're so you're so great at this. Isn't he great? Oh, hey, Hongre. Uh, I'm glad that I that my trust in you, our camaraderie, and our own very important and special relationship has been able to give you this opportunity. Yeah, um, I su I'm supposed to yes and this and like infuriate the cook. I assume um, you can you can play this however you want, uh, but I am torpedoing your romance. Yeah, see that wasn't how I was gonna play it, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Spin it! Don't let him ruin it. We all just no. Love. I've been through this. Be all there's attributes that you can use. No, Charles isn't allowed to love anyone but me. There is no when when John wants his way, it's best to just roll with it. All right, so I don't know. Is there like a a fist fight? Is that what we're going for? I'm hoping Even... we just get thrown out. Honestly, I don't want a fist okay. fight. Okay, <laughs> all right. That then we get. I don't know. Now keep in mind, you can use either your abilities are been there, get sacked, and MacGyvering. So you could do use this whole situation to your benefit with that which is the benefit of the system. So um, all it takes is a, a cleverly placed squeeze or batted eye, or um, you could sucker punch, you could flambe everything since you have the Bananas Fosters, Charles, uh, the favorite fight dessert for your love. of the birthday boy. Fight for your love. Fight for it. Well, on the one hand, there is, you know, fight, fight for, for my it. love. But fight on the other hand, love. there's the, on the other hand, there's the option to set everything on fire. Oh, and that's always been really funny. In your head, I want to make espresso. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining this creature like the your robotic pal, like the fruit fucker from Penny Arcade. By the way, that's the image I have in my mind. Oh, I don't. Um, I don't think I like. I know I read Penny it's, Arcade. At it's one a point. fruit juicer that fucks fruit and then comes oh. the juice out for you. Well, that sounds delightful. Um, <laughs> I am going. I I am going to set everything on fire. Uh, I have a book of matches in my pocket, um, and I light the whole book on fire, and I toss it right in the midst of all that. Bananas Foster is made with what rum? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, in the middle of all that rum, and uh, we're gonna blaze up real nice. Me, me, and my my love are going out in a blaze of glory. What the fuck? I love it. I love it so much. I will not allow it. I, I mean, you're, um, then you're going to go up in a blaze. How much hairspray I, you got? I, <laughs> I, as a, uh, as a, one of these divers, I happen to have, you know, a nice, powerful glass breaker in my pocket, and I just hammer the heck out of the aquarium to spill water, <laughs> everything. <laughs> I will not let your love die. I am going to sneak away during this. <laughs> I, since we're close to time here, I'm kind of imagining this scene and tell me how this reads. But basically, you have a 
person who has just vomited while stealing a fish surreptitiously, while the rest of your crew is making a big foss uh, and massive property damage and, and endangerment to others. So yeah. I'm just imagining that the Dragon Tail Security Force is like swooping in on three of you while everyone's just left Dolphin with like the Tupperware of Rupert and, and like a greased up body to like slurp back up at, i don't know how no, i mean remember, how dolphin's gonna throw the puffer out with the with the parachute breaking it so you need the, uh to break a, a window and toss the, the fish out or, or, go out onto or the hear me out yeah open a window those, no i'm a thief i've got one of those little things where i can cut a perfect puffer she did say it. yeah okay. all right, all right. I love it. I'm, I'm breaking the aquarium side to um, save Charles and his beefy chef boyfriend so that they can love each other. Okay. Well, I so, like to imagine that my, my new chef boy toy um, carries me to safety in his big brawny arms. Um, and that at the next cage match, um, I'm in his corner uh, massaging those big old muscles and Giving him that thing to spit into while he's like fucking dudes up. Your mouth? It'll be great. I'm, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm claiming credit that neither of you got burned because I covered everything in aquarium water. And that also slowed down the security, allowing us all to escape. I'd like it was to pretty add hilarious. That. There was a lot of like that, you know, Hanna Barbera yeah. like running in place <laughs> noise. Yeah. Someone needs to get a sucker fish stuck on them. And then I'm also imagining <laughs> that the shark tank that just ate NFT, bro, is probably going to eat some CEOs or some other people. That well, that'd be a different tank. Hope. They wouldn't keep the sharks in with Rupert. That's true. I didn't realize you were breaking the Rupert tank. All I was right. breaking because that was the one I was closest to when it was covered in puke. So we're going to kind of close the scene with... <laughs> Utter chaos. Yep. Okay, but does Rupert land? Romance. Does Rupert I'm land? Throwing and, Rupert out the yeah. window. Yes. I'm imagining that Rupert is like flying free, and like you hear like some Sarah McLaughlin playing as a slow mo. <laughs> like uh, you're like in the arms of <laughs> an angel. It's actually Rupert singing. <laughs> yeah. uh, like you can like if you want to make a dramatic like. The parachute, the napkin parachute gets wet and it starts to fall too fast. And like, you know, the sepia tone slow mo camera like starts jumbling 90s style, like the show of freneticness. And then Rupert inflates himself and then like floats, floats gently down into yeah. the uh, sunroof of the car. I love it. And then that leaves the rest of you to figure out how you're going to escape from this chaos. But uh, Rupert itself uh, has made its exit, and then you're set up to get money. Why don't you have to use it oh, for bail but... or whatnot? But that's wet rudder, and, <laughs> and it is, got wet. It did. It, it got it Some of it's got very wet. It that's got wet. By... It got runny. It's wet runner. Yeah. <laughs> wet runner is written by Paul Etten Mutvik and art is by Flo Belmont and it is published by Weird Age Games. So thanks for letting us check it out. They have a discord that you can check out that Etten runs and you can also see a lot of their other previous works like Hardwild Island, Breakfast Cult, Odang, Bigfoot Stole My Car with My Friend's Birthday Present Inside, and <laughs> more. So, would you say the name of that Bigfoot one again? 
Oh, comma, dang, exclamation point. Bigfoot stole my car with my friend's birthday present inside. <laughs> I really want to play that game. I if you too. want to find this, it is available at etten.itch.io slash Bigfoot. And it's we'll a hack have of the, um, and feeling. We'll have the link to their Kickstarter for Wet Runner in the show notes, as always. Uh, we do have a few announcements today. Um, for Bridget and PL, Darkness Beyond the Stars pre-orders are now live. And where can go people go to pre-order that? Um, they can go to saltheartpress.com. Um, that's the press that's um, putting it all out there, and it has a page for the Darkness Beyond the Stars. I'm the editor. Uh, Bridget D. Brave is one of my writers uh, who made a really amazing story. I also did all the interior art, which was really exciting. Um, it drops August 31st. Uh, you can get a pre-order bundle. You can check out my Twitter for that at author PLM and you get stickers and a bunch of merch if you want it. Lovely. Um, for Charles Bernard, his new book, he led us into the wilderness and spoke to us is still available at Amazon, at Godless, and of course at madnessheart.press. It's really um, good. I stayed up two hours reading it yesterday, and I had oh, to convince myself thanks. to sleep by taking a sleeping pill, or else I would have kept oh, reading the book. And I would say you. why I wanted to keep reading it, but I don't want to spoil it for people. But for people who are very familiar with Jonestown as a red-blooded Hoosier, I was like, this is incredible. And then it takes the historical elements of it and amplifies it. Sorry, I'm stealing that spot there, John. I was just saying I was really impressed because I was reading a whole bunch of it yesterday. Anyways, I love just you remember, I'm on a timer now. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> you got 11 on, minutes. On top of uh, Charles's new book, we have a new book from Ed Lee, Erotic Horror. It is called The Backwoods. It is available on Amazon, on Godless, and of course, madnessheart.press. Go get it, guys. Just go buy all these get books because they're all good. Get it. Um, KillerCon is in only a couple of weeks now. Um, less than a couple of weeks. Um, you can find tickets there at KillerConAustin.com. Uh, if you want to write spooky stuff or be involved in the horror industry at all, it's, it is nearly required attending. Um, if you are capable of it. Um, but at the same time, uh, we have some other stuff from Madness Heart Press specifically. Uh, you can currently sign up to be notified for the brand new game coming out from Madness Heart Press called Splatter League, or Welcome to the Splatter League, if you want to say the full stink on it. Uh, that is a system that uh, I designed with the help of Ian. Uh, Ian also is contributing a full adventure, well, a full mini adventure. It's a short, it's a shorty, but it's a goodie um, to the book uh, art from Simone to Meta and art from Kim Diaz home and cover by Dan Noble. It's going to be a hardcover little book. It's going to be gorgeous. And we're trying to get uh, some more funds to put more art and maybe even another adventure in there. Uh, double adventure. Um, and finally, uh, next month, we have three books. Well, we have one book coming out from uh, uh, Josh Schlossberg, the editor of the Jewish Book of Horror called uh, Charwood. It is a Jewish eco-horror novel. Full uh, horror, which, too. 
uh, Jewish so, eco folk horror. Yes, yes, thank you. Jewish eco folk horror. It's really cool. Um, he was he won the Hag Award last year for his book Malin. Uh, so really top notch writer. You should check that out. And then I have two books coming out next month. Neither one are from Madness Heart Press. Uh, eat. All I want is to take shrooms and listen to the color of Nazi screams coming from Planet Bizarro Press, an autobiographical novel slash poetry collection slash um, novel. It's it's a thing. It's it's completely experimental, and I love it very much. And uh, No Guilt of Bloodshed, my very first Western. Will it be my last? That depends. Depends on how many of you guys order it and buy it and read it. Uh, so do these things. Um, it's going to be great. We have all this cool stuff happening. And uh, that's... Oh, uh, finally, I'd like to thank Bog Wizard for the use of our intro and outro music. Uh, which is Barbaria for the album Purple Miasmic Smoke. What one walk on? It's a one walk on. I didn't know it until like midway through the show. It's a fun thing for people that are going to Gen Con and checking out World of Game Design, people that we've partnered with some of our side projects on the show. If you are signed up to play their Mayan Epics introductory module, I, I wrote it. And it's cool. really cool to see that it's been published and it's in print and people are running it at Gen Con. So that's yeah. real cool. I just found that out. Yeah. Uh, there is another game that, or another Morkborg supplement that just came out uh, with some of my stuff in it, but uh, I wasn't paid for that. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm going to plug it actually. I've decided. Well, <laughs> you plug instead, some fingers? instead, you should plug Apostles of Affliction. By oh John my God. Paul Apostles of Affliction is out. Thank you, Charles. You're welcome. Uh, Apostles of Affliction is actually the opposite, where I was paid for the project, and then they turned around and gave me the files and said I could also sell it. Uh, so that's like the, wow. yeah, incredible. That's from Chain Assembly. Uh, great guys, great products, amazing art, and super kind and generous. Uh, so yeah, thank you for reminding they, me of that, Charles. It's a plague-based adventure for the Borg. Yeah, it is. Is a play is a town that worships disease. Uh, I'm really happy with it, and uh, that's all. I think that's all. PL, thank you so much for joining us uh, tonight, and you, audience, thank you so much for joining us on this consensual journey we call Wandering Monster. My name is John Baltusberger. I am Charles R. Bernard. I'm Bridget Bray. I'm P.L. McMillan. Praise Rupert. I was going to say, I'm praise Rupert. <laughs> we will return next week. Uh, but don't worry. If you can't wait that long, Bridget, there's a shortcut. 